What is up, everybody? Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this, but that's how things work. Howdy, it's howdy. your favorite angry American, and uh, as always, we are here with uh, Mr. T. Tunes of Mountain Readiness. How you doing, T? Hanging in there, brother. Hanging in there. Doing good. A little tired from the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, the weekend. I was down there with Emery. Oh, that's yeah, right. That was, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I so, forgot about that. I would love to say we trained really hard. We trained hard for like 30 minutes, and then yeah. somehow we ended up asleep on the couch um, in the AC in Byron's house. I, I don't know what happened. Crazy how It was, that it works. was rough, but I mean, we Crazy got a little training works. in there. <laughs> Sue, how you doing this evening, brother? We got Mr. Sue LaRue of um, Sue LaRue in the house. So how you doing, Sue? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I've... Uh... I, I spent the weekend uh, jumping into a memorial. Uh, I sent some some pictures to the producer Holly, but uh, and then I got home and uh, I had a dehydrated calf. So I I we ended up losing her last night. So it was oh that's always insane. rough. We, we tried everything, but uh, losing livestock never fun. Yeah. And fun. tonight we have a couple a couple guests in. Uh, we've got Brian Duff and Mr. Dale Godwin in the Goodwin in the house. Excuse me, I got a. Ben Godwin is a guy I talk to almost every day, and it confuses me. So, Duff, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing well, man. Thanks, dude. Glad to be here. So you're you're out in California these days? I'm in L.A., man. I am behind. Oh. I'm I'm behind the wall. The escape from L.A. The whole yeah, it's a mess. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say you need to get your snake bliskin on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time. It's time to go, bro. It is time to go. Oh man, this place is a mess, dude. And 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 Dale, the survivalist prepper himself. How you doing, brother? Good, good. Yeah, I'm out here in Colorado, which is you know, whenever I want to feel better about myself, I just you know think about what Brian's going through. And, just call know. Brian and talk to yeah. him for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's getting there. It's getting close to it's getting close for time to for me to get out of here. Is what it is. Isn't that yeah, a shame? My, my my home state. I'm a native of Colorado. What uh, what? Why are you still there? It, <laughs> it went it went California back in '95. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, you know, I've just been here my whole life, and I I mean, I love the state itself, but yeah, the the politics of this country. I'm I'm a little bit rural, so uh, you know, nowhere near the whole Denver thing. But that's all leaking out, and yeah. It's yeah, it, it's like every other mold on the earth. It just it once it starts, it just spreads outward from from there, you know. To yeah, to, to yeah, take it over. What part Real of Colorado quick. are you? What car, oh, part of Colorado are you? In? I'm sorry, uh, Elizabeth, out east or east of Denver, not east, but east of Denver near Parker. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, I know where you're at. Tonight's giveaway for those of you guys watching will be hashtag survival. So you guys know the deal. Put hashtag survival in the comments and the computer. We'll pick a winner later. And tonight's giveaway is going to be an RFID block and wallet like these. Uh, these little things are awesome. I like them because they're sleek and small. You know, I hate those guys that carry a huge-ass wallet in their back pocket, you know, on your sciatic nerve, and you end up with that problem. So that's what you get. And this block's RFID. People can't read your cards through it. So that's tonight's giveaway. Hashtag survival. So, all right. Let's, who wants to go first, Dale or Duff? Which one of you guys wants to go first? I'll go, man. All right, brother. So what have you been up to these days and uh, and what is on the horizon other than trying to escape from California? Yeah, trying to escape from California. No, man, just been out in California, uh, hanging out at some family's house and uh, trying to wrap stuff up to get out of here, doing the mine for survival thing. And uh, man, other than that, not a lot going on. I'm heading out to prepper camp. Are you going to be at prepper camp this year? 
No, we'll not do. Oh. We don't do prepper camp. No. Okay, I'll be at prepper Un- camp. Uh, unfortunately, 22nd of uh, September, and then I'll be out at the Kentucky Sustainable Living Homesteading Preparedness Expo at the 28th of uh, October, and then got a book coming out at the end of the year sometime. And and uh, let's talk about the book because you know I mean we have something in common with that a little bit. Yeah. Right. It's uh, <laughs> it's it, it's uh. Man, it was, it's a book on the my, my mindset for preparedness. I take a deep dive into like reality, uh, situational awareness, and it's just really kind of like what the whole Mind for Survival thing's been around and, and looking at getting doubt more than like the beans, the bullets, and the bunkers kind of stuff, trying to get into all that. And so I, uh, I, I did about three years in the woods of Michigan uh, during, during hiding from the whole COVID shenanigans and uh, sat up there and wrote a book. Well, I, I know that uh, the the whole mindset philosophy of survival is kind of kind of your wheelhouse, and I know that you've had, you know, some trials in the past uh, along those lines yeah. of, of getting your head right and stuff like that. And we all do; we all go through it. So it's awesome to see someone talking about the mental side of things because you know it's it's most of us exist in a prison made in our own minds, you know, and, and most most um, most contests are won or lost in our mind before we ever begin. So it's a it's a big thing for people to have their mind right, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I spent, uh, I got, I got the PTSD monkey climbed on my back in 2017, 2019. I did a six week stint in, uh, in a, in a very nice fancy nut house up in, uh, Utah working on it and then spent the last three years diving into it. Actually this last weekend I was in Chicago, went to Chicago and they did a steli stellate ganglion block. They did a nerve block and it, man, I went in there. I kind of always buzz with the PTSD. It's always, you know, my little fight or flight's always kicking. I came in out of like a, a duck on water, man, just like glass, dude. Really? It's amazing. Yeah. Pretty, that's, pretty awesome. That's stuff. awesome. That's awesome. I remember when you were going through your trials there, and I'm, I'm really happy when 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 um, Holly said that, that she'd reached out to you two and we got the response. I was like, awesome. Because um, I don't track everybody all the time, but I check in often enough to know sure. kind of who's where. And and I'm really happy, man, that you've, you've uh, found some some resolution to that and some peace and yeah, and, thanks, and you're paying it forward, dude. That's the thing. You know, you went through all that shit, and and now you're paying that forward to help others to get their heads right, and and that's fantastic. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. No, you have to. You got to pay it forward because it's not like the uh, it's not like the the our VA and the government and all that's there to to do it. Really, they they don't really do well at that. So, no, the VA the VA is uh, very contrarian to that as far as aiding veterans. So. <laughs> Uh, and Sue knows a little bit about the VA, don't you, Sue? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I know something <laughs> about uh, what what uh, what facility did you attend out there in Utah? Was it was it worth? So it's it's, a, it's actually a private place called Deer Hollow Recovery. Okay. And uh, my understanding when I went there, it was uh, it's one of the top two at the time. Maybe it still is one of the top two trauma recovery centers in the, in the nation. And basically their approach is you don't spend a lot of time with your therapist. What you do is you spend a lot of time in a, basically a classroom setting mm-hmm. um, where they explain how PTSD works. They explain how your brain works and how it all works. And they give you the tools to somewhat manage it. And then when you go home, it's, Hey, let me work on managing my stuff and getting it all under control. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That is. And so your yeah. book's ready to come out later this year. Yeah, yeah, working on some stuff. The, the publisher's kind of going a little bit haywire, but uh, we'll get through all that. And uh, but it's it's all just about set to go, man. It should be out. The audio book's recorded. Everything's ready to go, and just need to put the final uh, bow on it and get it all done. Well, if you want any help navigating those waters, dude, don't don't hesitate to to reach out. You know, I've done. I, I probably will. So I've, got, 
<laughs> I've got self pub. I've got all of that stuff under my belt. And um, yeah, I've heard my I've publisher heard done it a couple of times. Yeah, once or twice. I mean, and I'll admit, my publisher does not like me anymore. Um, you know, they won't pick up the phone <laughs> if I call. Um, they do like selling my books, but they don't want to talk to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, to, uh, you, you you kind of skimmed over uh, your survival camp and your your Kentucky Expo. Let us let us know what those are about, so our, our listeners might. Well, be able yeah, to survival camp is an event that he's attending. But let's talk about the expo. Oh, we yeah. talk about survival camp. I just uh, I don't do survival camp. <laughs> so Pepper Camp down in Saluda, Kentucky. Uh, Pepper uh, Camp. Sorry, yeah. Saluda, North Carolina. In uh, that's the twenty second and twenty fourth of September. So I'll be down there with a vendor booth and shaking hands and meeting people. And then uh, the 28th and 29th of October is the Kentucky Sustainable Living and Homestead Homesteading and Preparedness Expo down in Bowling Green. Oh, nice. Yeah. Trying to get out and meet people and do more now that my uh, now that my PTSD doesn't have me curled up and freaking out when I get in crowds. It's a, it's a really good thing to get out and meet people, man. T, you should go to that and put up a booth for prepper can- or for uh, Mountain Readiness. <laughs> I, I don't know if it'd go over so well because I've got some – some experience with prepper camp as well. <laughs> no, I meant the sustainable living one in oh. Kentucky, not prepper. Camp. Oh yeah. No, I could probably, yeah. Yeah. That one we could probably do. Absolutely. Um, speaking of, we'll be running a clip, I believe tonight for our up and coming event with Mr. Chris Weatherman here for October. And I heard you're open there. You said the 28th, you had something, but what about the 21st, 20th, 21st, 22nd? Who, me? Brian, yeah. Oh no, no, I'm I'm wide open still. All right. Uh, well, I mean, if yeah, go yeah. ahead, Chris. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. If we could get these guys down the, out the mountain ready, this that'd be awesome. Um, yeah. And, Love and to. Brian, one thing I wanted to say was uh, when your book comes out, when it's when it's released, uh, mm-hmm. get with me because I'm going to need a hundred copies of it, and and we'll work out a deal. I'll buy them, and I'm okay. send those out to my patrons to get that thing spread around a little bit farther and get more people reading it. So appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, I like I like to support the other writers in our genre who are putting out quality stuff, particularly nonfiction stuff, because I think people need to read more of that. Um, and so I I get with other writers, I get their stuff, and I send it out to my patrons. So we'll do that awesome. for sure. And all right, now Dale, you're sitting down there being all quiet and stuff. Uh, what do you got <laughs> going on? Yeah, all it all in. Uh, I don't do I don't do the writing stuff like you guys because it would take it takes me 45 minutes to write a paragraph. So to write a book, uh, it would take me forever. I'm not. I'm more of a run my gums on a video type guy than the than the whole writing thing. We, but we've done that a couple times together. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and so Dale's more of the he can read the writing, but he don't write the reading. You know, he's he's like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can I can write decently. I can you know I can people can understand me after I write something. It just takes me. I'm too. I over I'm over critical and over analyze, and I just I, it it takes me forever. So. But uh, I doing the I'm building a, a website right now called the Bug Out Location, which is sort of an online group, online community to learn about preparedness and stuff. That's kind of the stuff I sort of geek out on is building the the websites and and doing things like that. Uh, I kind of took a break from preparedness for a while because it just it just you know after a while some of this stuff just kind of gets to you where you just need to de- deflate your brain a little bit. Oh yeah, but. Recently, the last few years or so, <laughs> I think that's the about the worst thing you can do. So really got Brian and I started doing our show together and started getting kicked back into it. And uh, then everything just seems like it's one thing after another these days that, you know, just waiting for that other shoe to drop 
uh, waiting for the sky to actually fall. Uh, so yeah, getting, just trying to help other people get ready, get prepared, whether that's just starting out or, you know, bouncing things off each other. Us, us those of us that have been doing this for a while and then just, you know, c- crossing my fingers, basically trying to make sure everything's set here at home uh, before, you know, something big does happen. Yeah, it's uh, like you were saying earlier about letting your head deflate a little bit is, is you know, staying aware and plugged in all the time and, and following all the things that are in the world going on. And and that's just a, a never ending list. And and you really can burn yourself out um, mm-hmm. every now and then. I've got to just step away, not look at nothing for a few days. I'm going to do it this weekend. I'm, I'm going out of town this weekend just to get away for a little bit. Um, it was going to be to celebrate finishing my book, but I might not be quite there yet. Uh, so. It's still going to be a getaway. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. You know, it is kind of a two-edged sword when you're when you're in this type of uh, this type of mindset because, uh-huh. especially doing this kind of stuff, you know, the social media and you know, it's about a have to. You have to do all this stuff and seeing what's going on nonstop. I mean, it it's it is um, it beats my brain up. I know it got it, you, and I don't do it as much as you guys do. Um, it's a necessary evil, but yeah, there's times you got to step back and unwind, which it's a good thing. And it's a bad thing. You know, the, the fear for me is, is I step back out of it and I miss something. Yeah. 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 That's the situational awareness. That's your biggest fear is that you get caught not aware of something that just sneaks up on you. I think the good part about those, like if, if you've got, if you're taking care of your stuff at home, there's plenty you can do that doesn't involve what Joe Biden's doing, what the World Economic Forum's doing, and all that that crap. If you've got animals, if you've got you know gardening, all that stuff you can do to help you know get yourself better prepared. That's a better mind space to be in anyway, and it, it's going to help you out a lot more than uh, being all <laughs> being all mental about what Joe Biden said or tripping down the stairs or but uh, or something yeah. like that. But yeah, it's. It's well, something yeah, you I mean, definitely got to pay attention to, but, you know. Maybe not, that's the not, way to go about it. Yeah, yeah. Not get all mental about it. Well, you know, you, you follow the trajectory of things, right? You don't necessarily have to have your pulse on, on every single little item out there, but we all see the trajectory of things. And and it comes down to the basics, right? What does it take to sustain life? You know, and, and if we focus on those things and we're always working to improve in those sectors, uh, then, you know, you're not you're not losing you know, um, you may not win in the end, but because none of us are going to be ready for what happens. You know, I don't care what you've got. You're just not going to be prepared for what's coming down the pike. Uh, but you're going to be better off than the next guy who who was, you know, taking his cruise every year and takes his family to vacation to Disney and, and is, you know, leveraged to the hilt. Um, my goal, I'm trying to get to be debt free by the end of the year is my goal. I'm trying to have everything that I owe money to paid off by the end of this year. So, yeah, that's a good goal, man. Yeah. yeah. And, it could uh, be one of the most important. It very well could be. And I'm also trying to yeah. stack up some more medals because I've got a feeling soon, you know, with the CBDC now out that we're going to wake up one day and hear, you know, the dollar is dead, all hail the new digital dollar. Um, and the exchange rate's going to be something like 100 to 1 or 500 to 1 or some craziness like that. And I always figure that if I have PM stacked up at that point, I'll be able to get more new dollars with those than I will old dollars. So mm-hmm. no doubt. No doubt. I was shooting for the same goal uh, this year, and then I started mountain readiness. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but then you did. I mean, you know, then you then you did something worse than buying a boat. 
Right, pretty much just dump money in, dump money in. You know, it was like today, this mic's been giving me crap, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll spend another $400 on that sure mic now. It's uh, prime days. There so, you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, easy come, easy go. Boycott. I live in Disney, and I boycott. I live in uh, Florida. I boycott Disney. I don't pay to go to Disney ever. So, so Ryan and Dale, like, what are you guys tracking out there that you see as the things right now? I don't necessarily mean the little things that are popping off all the time. I'm talking the big things uh, that that folks should be watching for, paying attention to, and preparing for. Man, you know, I think I think you hit on it. I think there's the between the central bank digital currency. Uh, what's happening in Ukraine? You know, they you know with us dropping, bringing in the cluster munitions now, we're, we we just keep escalating that thing. So who knows where that goes? And then uh, what happens with our society here, especially as we head in this new election? I think those are the three big things that we're heading into, man. Yeah, and and this election, of course, is going to be um, no one's going to trust it. I don't care who wins. No one's going to believe it. So, mm-hmm. uh, and we can't at this point. That's a sad thing. Um, that's, that's, you know, Dale, what do you think about that? What, what are you tracking right now that uh, you think people should be watching? One of my big concerns is always gun laws, local gun laws, not necessarily the, the federal stuff. I, it's, it's kind of nice. Recently, the Supreme court has made some pretty, in my opinion, good decisions. Uh, but out here, like it, like we were. T- I don't know if we mentioned if I mentioned it on the show or not. But out here in Colorado, it's it's going the the way of just trying to ban anything, you know, anything down to BB guns or whatever. Uh, so it's that's always on my mind. But when you look at, you know, the larger scale, the things that you know have a a, a real possibility of of escalating and things, I think you have to look at the the Ukraine stuff. You have to look at this push for globalism. Uh, you know, all of this, these things that I think in the next even decade or so are going to fundamentally shift the way you, I mean, you look back to when, when I started 10 years ago, and I don't know how long you've been doing this, Chris, probably longer than that. Completely different game. Since 1990, I've been doing this shit. 90. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, yeah, (laughs) two completely different games for you, but I think in the next decade, uh, it's going to be it's it's just i mean who knows it's going to be insane as 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 much as they can track as far as information and data and all that stuff as much as people are allowing them to just restrict at everything freedom of speech and all that stuff it's it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting world for my kids i'll say that luckily i'll be in my old folks home wearing my diaper when this is all going on but yeah yeah that's the thing that bothers me the most is is uh thinking about my kids and other people are like anybody who's having a kid today i'm just like oh I, I, I feel for you, you know. Um, yeah, just the life America. Have to live it. Yeah, it really is a different America. I mean, there's a lot of us out there that are, that are hanging on to those core values and ideals of, of the past and still respect the, what they, the men that founded this country uh, went through to pull it off. Um, but, you know, they're evil today and you can't like them. And, and if, you, if you voice any support for them at all, you know, you're a, a white nationalist, terrorist, racist, bigot, all this other stuff. And, um, it's just a sad state of affairs that we've allowed this, this insurgency to run unchecked for so long in the country and they've made the gains they have. What do you guys think about the, the, uh, the whole Ukraine tried to join NATO and uh, basically uh, NATO said, Oh, we're not ready for you to join yet. I, I, it's kind of like the whole COVID thing. I think all these, these established, uh, 
organizations and things got exposed during COVID, and uh, everybody's like, uh, "This, the, the the world's not as safe as we thought it was." I mean, uh, there's a there's a there's an underlying uh, agenda, and it's it's not it's not for the people. It's uh, I I always and you know I was I spent almost thirty years in the military, and I. I retired and I realized, you know, and I did my staff time. And I, I realized when I was doing staff and right before I retired, I was like, the, the government's not for protecting the people. The government's about protecting the government. Mm -hmm. Government, yeah. all governments on the face of this planet exist for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to perpetuate government. Yeah. Um, that's the only reason they exist. Like, hey, guys, let's take a quick break. We want to run a mountain readiness promo because we are looking down the barrel of that one. Let's run that real quick and we'll be right back with you guys. Hey folks, this is T, and this is Mountain Readiness. It doesn't matter what the event is that, that makes this thing go pop. It's, uh, it's gonna be water, shelter, fire, food, security. That's it. That's what you need in a nutshell. All right. There's hey. T's commercial. Good job, T. That I thing's like awesome, that. man. I yeah, too. somehow I really like how that um I didn't even realize I was wearing my I will cut you shirt there at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was perfect. It was <laughs> until after the perfect. until after the video come out, I was like, whoops. Yeah, I should have right. my other shirt on. But now, yeah, so uh, go ahead. No, 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 no. It's I just we. I wanted to get back to the Ukraine thing. I, I want to hear each of y'all's opinion. T. I want to hear why do you think we are in Ukraine? Uh, I think we're filtering money the same way we were filtering money before Biden got his position. I mean, that's what I think the Ukraine is. I think the whole thing is a setup to pump billions of dollars and back into the Biden pocket. All right. Sue, what do you think we're in Ukraine for? I, I think it's a distraction. It's a ruse. I think uh, Ukraine and, and uh, our animosity or our perceived animosity towards Russia is, is a ruse. And uh, I think it's uh, basically guided um, uh, by the, the puppeteers called, you know, uh, the communist, the people's Republic of China. I think, uh, I think, they're trying to keep everybody's focus on Ukraine and Russia while uh, China keeps keeps biting away, biting away, biting away, eating the elephant one bite at a time. And people are going to wake up and say, oh, wait a minute. It's been China the whole time. That That's my opinion. All right. Duff, what do you think, man? I think after uh, the Panama Papers came out and submarine Panama is a place where all the rich and the powerful around the world could uh, funnel their money and do their backroom deals, I think that shifted it all to ukraine and then when you see in 2014 that we uh that the u.s government orchestrated a coup in ukraine the made on uh, the made on coup and then we we sat there for all the years why uh when they came out with the made on peace accords and and ukraine kept attacking the donbass in spite of uh the the peace agreement that they had we've we've been pushing this whole you know just pushing this agenda where we're i think we're funneling money i think you know ukraine if everybody looks back to before the war, if, if you thought of what were the, the countries that had the big, biggest amount of internet crime, the biggest amount of human trafficking, it was all Ukraine. Now, 
then Ukraine's, you know, oh, they're, they're this great country and everything's wonderful. Over there. No, it, it's been a mess. Not saying that, you know, Putin's not a, a complete douchebag, but I, I I think it's, you know, and it's, it, I find I, it's not lost on me that six months after we pull, do the debacle of pulling out of Afghanistan, all of a sudden we're, we're neck deep in Ukraine to the point where we're running out of 155 shells to send to them now. And we're giving them cluster munitions as a result. Um, the military industrial complex is feeding at the trough like crazy. And we know, you know, I think with uh, you go back to uh, the Sam Bankman Freed FTX deal, he was mm -hmm. funneling a bunch of money through there. That money was getting funneled back into the Democratic Party and the establishment. So, yep. you know, but I think it, everything that everybody said so far, I think all of it can be true at the same time with what's happening over there. Because we're not getting told the truth about anything that's going on over there. Now, I'll, I'll give you guys my opinion in a minute, and, and, and it's probably not going to be a super popular one. But if you stop and think about it for a minute, I think it makes sense. What do you what do you think, Dale? What do you think uh, we're doing in Ukraine? I, I was just going to say what Brian ended that on. I was going to say that everything that's been said so far is an absolute possibility. I think there are things going on that we don't even know about that they don't want uncovered. There's a gravy train they don't want to stop. There's the military industrial complex. Uh, my thing is I don't know if. Zelensky is like in on the game or if he's being used by, you know, NATO and all those guys is kind of like a puppet, uh, you know, like that, you know, the, the, the little nerd you bring along just to, because he's got the nice car or something. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, there's just so many different things. It's, I know it's not what they're saying it is though. There's, uh, there's, there's a whole game being played that we're not privy to whatsoever uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. That's, yeah, my, my personal opinion is that that it's a that it's a multi-level thing that's occurring. Um, the Democrats and the crooked Ukrainians are are all seeing this as, a, as an opportunity to, to to move money around and hide stuff. You, Zelensky's defense minister shows up one day in a brand new Bentley. Zelensky's parents buy seaside villa in Israel. You know, all this money that's moving around. Um, so they're all just profiteering, in my opinion. But I think the I think the big reason that we're actually in Ukraine is that the powers that be and i don't know who it is you can call it whatever you want deep state rothschilds what the hell ever they want to destroy russia because russia and not for reasons to think the reason they want to destroy russia is russia is standing in front of the globalist agenda when you look at the laws russia passes they're not into this this trans and binary thing and all that stuff and and they toe the line on a rather conservative um kind of lifestyle all right um, they don't embrace a lot of the western ideas and stuff um, and to the globalists, that the fact that Russia's doing that is a huge problem for them, and they need that out of the way. Yeah. So go in and we start this this uh, uprising in Ukraine. We topple their government, and the United States crooked partners and the Ukrainian crooked partners all see it as an opportunity to make money. Um, and so they're happy to, to to be in the dance. They just don't know who's playing the music. That's my opinion. Um, and as far as China, I think China's just capitalizing on the moment. I don't think China's the target right now. I believe that Russia is, is fully the target for everybody that's looking at a bad guy on the planet. Uh, and they claim Putin's an evil. But if you if you look at why we're even there, um, you know, Putin told NATO uh, no admission for Ukraine, which they don't qualify for still, and no regional nukes in Ukraine. And the global community got up on their chairs screaming, you know, who are you to tell another nation what they can or cannot do? And it's just like, wow, how soon we forget history? You know, uh, Kennedy and Khrushchev, anybody remember that? We were ready to go to nuclear war over the exact same thing. But yet we're telling him that it's not it's not OK for him to say it. 
So it's the double standard thing. And, and I just think that the, 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 the overarching powers that, that, that control things here, the, the agenda 2030 guys and the, the, you know, WEF, whoever you want to look at are, are the ones that want Russia out of the way. That's my personal belief. Um, well, and I, I think they're using it as a test bed for a lot of stuff too. Like they're, they're running the, uh, um, the digital government has rolled out in Ukraine. Right. And they've yep, been running digital ID, for, digital currency, the whole thing. And, and who did that? Who put that in place in Ukraine? USAID. USAID. Yes, exactly. Yeah, USAID. So and that's and their test started, bed. You're, you're absolutely right. That's the test bed to bring it here. Bring, exactly. Bring it here. They're, they're, they've rolled it out in some, I think, some uh, African countries now. Yep. You know, in Ukraine, that if you want to get any services, you want to get anything from the government, you have to go. You have to go to your app. I mean, they're yep. locking up religious people. They're locking up anybody with dissenting opinion. It's you know, it, canceled it, elections. Yeah. That's not very yep. democratic. They canceled elections. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, everybody, you know, when you see these folks with all the, the Ukraine flags and their bios and everybody's up there screaming, rah, rah, go Ukraine. Um, it, to me, it's it's unfortunate. And it's a little sad to think that, that folks are that easily led and gullible. I mean, and I'm all for Ukrainians defending themselves. Yes, they were attacked, but they brought it on themselves. Um, and Russia's fighting dirty, as Russia will. But that, that's Russia. We know what they're going to do. And uh, and so the, the whole thing about the cluster munitions um we never signed that treaty. The U.S. is a non-signing, didn't sign the cluster munition treaty, and Russia has already been using them. Mm -hmm. So uh, I figure if you're in the business of killing people, you need to use the most efficient method of killing folks, and cluster munitions will get it done, you know, on open infantry and entrenched infantry. Well, and what they're saying with it, right, is the cluster munitions are going to help. They're, they're going to make the difference in the offensive that they, that they pumped, up, they blew smoke up everybody's ass for the last yeah. – you know, four months, the spring offensive, the summer offensive, and the offensive's not getting anything done because they've run out of no. people. Yeah. And Sue, Sue, I know with, with your experience, did you ever see the, the videos or the stills of that field of armor? There was two leopard tanks, several Bradleys that were all smoked in their initial counteroffensive, you know, been a big heat too. I don't mean spread out. I mean, these things were physically touching each other in some cases where they, where they smoked them all bragging all the while about all the NATO training that these, these, these crews had received. Did you see any of that? Yeah, I saw a little bit of it. I, uh, again, I don't, uh, I, I, I try not, I try not to harp on it too much because I, uh, right, right up to shot show, I thought I was, you know, getting, going to go over there and I thought I was going to make money off of this and everything. And I got, I got sick right after shot show. And, and, uh, I'm like, I'm like everybody here on the, on the panel as a, I just kind of woke up when I was sick and I was like, uh, I got to stop chasing this pot of gold. And, and I am playing right there with the military industrial complex and uh, all these munitions and this ammo development that I was working on doesn't, doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense uh, to me or to, you know, for protecting my family or my community. So I just, I kind of fell out of it and I, I don't pay attention to it too much, but uh, what, what I, I do see, and I see everything going towards a drone type thing, more of a more of a, a dehumanizing of the war, you know. And uh, I think uh, I think the casualties are being uh, are being not inflated, but I, I think the, the casual the casualty rates are being ignored. And uh, even with drones and and with your cluster munitions and your and your missiles, your missile strikes and things like that. Uh, people get people tend to forget who's doing the dying. There's a, mm -hmm. there's a there's a lot of civilians that are doing the dying, 
And uh, well, and, and Ukraine keeps a tight lid on all this too. They don't let yes, uh, they don't yes. give casualty counts. Um, they restrict any any sort of media coming out of their troops. And I've seen a few. Uh, and there's a lot of Ukrainian troops that are really unhappy. They talk about being thrown in with no training and poor equipment, just like the Russians do. You know, they've got their penal battalions. That they they send in in human wave attacks. And from the sounds of things, Ukraine is still doing that to a degree, too. And also abandoning troops on the field, um, like if they could get and find themselves in an untenable position, depending on who the unit is, Ukraine may just be like, ah, it's not worth going to get them and we'll just let them go. I watched one yesterday, a video uh, where Russians dropped leaflets on a Ukrainian position who were trying to infiltrate and um, they got they got smoked pretty hard. And the Russians dropped leaflets on them, and the Ukrainians called the Russians on the radio to surrender. You know, and 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 again, propaganda. But the Russians, I, I got to give them credit, were were true warriors in this respect, and and were gracious in in accepting the the surrender and telling the guys what to do and what not to do, and and you know how they were going to be approached and everything. So it's it's never what we think it is in in these situations. No, in my no, and, that, and that's that's what I was leading into. I mean, I just I just heard about uh, the Ru the Russian or the Ukrainian women. Wearing, wearing their uniforms that are they're four times too big and everything and and uh i i wanted to scream uh out to you know whether it be social post or or a blog or something saying that these women are just being put in uniform for for propaganda and for the, the show yeah because every time you see them they're they're in pristine uniforms with brand new kit and brand new weapons that don't have so much as a a, a spot of mud on them or, or anything um, yeah. And it, it's obvious what that is. Let's, um, well, and, and then that's, a, that's, a, that's what I noticed was uh, all, you know, we're talking about, you know, we we're talking about the military industrial complex and all these big, these big companies. Well, they said, well, you, these small companies, you'll get this money and you'll get that money. None of that money. And I was, I was just part of it, you know, and on you, on both a, a drone program and a, a munitions program, none of that money ever dropped. That tells me that all the money is going somewhere else. This is just mm -hmm. propaganda. Nobody's yeah. nobody's spending that money on the troops. The troops on the ground aren't getting the the equipment or or the training or the the munitions. They're they're really not getting it. No. I don't let's know where it's going, a, but it's, they're not getting. Let's take a quick minute, Sue. We're gonna we're gonna run another quick. So, guys, after this show, we have the after show uh, where things get a little bit looser because you know we don't have to worry about YouTube uh, monitoring us. So, we're gonna run a quick little uh, shot for that, and then we're gonna be right back. For those of you who are viewing this podcast, you're in luck. Three of these ugly men have grown beards. Haven't had enough yet? Stick around for the after show. Bolder, grittier, angrier. On the Rocks with Angry American and the Gang is coming up next. Oh my God, I fucking love that, Sue. I can't watch that enough times. That's, that's pretty cool. That's that's great, that, is, that was awesome. That is so that is, good. That is, so that is exactly good, what I had envisioned when Me we too. talked about this. I mean, Me to too. the T, Sue's voice just, you know, <laughs> throwing it out there. I was like, man. Yeah. It, is, it is so freaking good. It is so good. I would say so, something really, really repulsive and vulgar if we were on the after show right now, just about Sue <laughs> and his voice. <laughs> but I'll, I'll hold off for another just, 25 minutes. Yeah, just give it a little bit. And guys, don't forget, uh, hashtag survival gets you in the giveaway to win uh, RFID block uh, wallet money clip kind of combo. I hate carrying big wallets, and this is what I use. So we're giving one away tonight, and that's it. Hashtag survival. We'll be doing that towards the end of the show. So you besters have to stick around to see who wins. So... And if you're not here to see who wins, you don't win. 
So, so Dale, like moving forward, we we kind of discussed some of the some of the crap that we're all in. Where is your focus? What are you your your personal focus at the moment? What are you looking at improving, or or what your situation awareness is telling you to pay attention to this or whatever it is? Where are you at right now? I, I think it's mainly, uh, you know, you had touched on it earlier, the financial aspect of it, because that just frees you up to do so many other things. Easier said than done a lot of times. We've got the house. That's the big one right now. But along with that, you know, going with the house is, uh, you know, finding a, a better location because to do the things that I want to do and to get to the point that I want to get to, I don't know that this is the as much as I love the state, I don't know that this is the best place to do it. There's a couple things that we've been looking at. As soon as Lisa retires, uh, we can, we're, we'll be a little bit more free at that point. Uh, but I want more property. I want to be able, I want to be able to go out in my backyard and shoot when I want to shoot. Uh, I it is be awesome to, to be able to do that. I'll tell you right now, that is uh, my requirements for a place to live. I got to be able to shoot and piss in my yard. Yeah. <laughs> Those two things. Yeah. So. So if I get enough property to do that, maybe raise some animals other than just, you know, the small, you know, chickens and things like that. Uh, get put this, you know, get more more as 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 self-reliant as I possibly can, I guess. I know you can't get be 100 percent self-reliant, but just keep moving. Uh oh. And there it goes. Keep your keep your Internet going well, too. I was going to <laughs> He's talking all that shit about Colorado. Colorado's just like no, so yeah, they, uh, <laughs> shut him down. So, so it's going. It's it's shut down in Denver now. So when was going to hit North Carolina? I got a few hours before everything comes through. It looks like so. Check so it, all right, check we'll see you fl- guys later. Did you see that there's going to be a uh, that they're saying that they're going to be able to see the Northern Lights in 17 states here uh, tomorrow night? Oh, because of that uh, solar storm that's blowing. Yeah, the solar through. storm coming in. Yeah, yeah I did not. Well, look, when I can see the solar lights here, I'll start to worry. When I can see them in Florida, I'm going to start worrying, guys. Yeah, right. Uh, That whole teetering on the axis thing really comes into play at that point. Yeah. So, so Brian, same question then. Like, where's your focus? What are you looking at? I mean, I know you got projects and a move ahead and stuff like that. And you're moving. We didn't even mention that. You're moving to Texas, right? Yeah, relocating down to Texas and uh, going down there, uh, getting back into some, you know, Try. I think that the battle lines are being drawn at this point, you know, and this is stuff we all kind of used to tiptoe around, but I, you can't, I can't not see it coming down that way. So I want to be in an area where um, I know it's, you know, it's, it's of like-minded values, but I think too, right now, like we were talking in the show, there's so much happening is that you need to focus on keeping your head calm and keeping your head about you. Right. Cause it's so easy right now to go down any one of the things that we have going on in the media on most days these days would be something that you would hear about for weeks, years ago, right? Like we have major things happening all the time. And so I think there's so much, it's trying to keep your head down and keep your head chilled because the more you get, go down the rabbit hole of biting into it, right? The more you're kicking in your sympathetic nervous system response and the more that's hijacking your decision-making process. And right now your decisions have to be as effective as possible. So I kind of think trying to, keep your head chilled out. And we do all this preparedness, try to live a good life around it, right? Try to, you know, like you said, you're unplugging this weekend. Hey man, unplug from this stuff. It's, it's not like you're going to, it's not like you're going to miss anything major, you know, it'll it'll still be here when you come back. It'll still be here when you come back. And and that's a good point. That's a good point. Go ahead, man. No, I was just saying, I say that, I say that uh, the phrase I like to use all, all the time is, is I tell people, don't forget to live for today. 
you know, exactly tomorrow, but you have to live for today. And and you still do need to take some vacations and do the fun things because someday you're going to need those happy memories to to fall back on when you ask yourself, why am I still trying? Because it's going to get to that point for all of us to have a feeling. And when you're going to ask yourself, why am I still doing this? Um, And and you're going to be able to remember that time with the family and the friends and, and the things and be like, that's why I'm doing it. You know, so you got to live for today. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's all going to, you know, Biden's still going to be shaking hands with air tomorrow. You know, Ukraine's still going to be going on tomorrow. China's going to be going on tomorrow. The inflation's not going to get any better tomorrow. It's all going to be here. So take time, enjoy yourself, enjoy your family. Because all this prepping you're doing has to be for something. It has to be for living a better life, ultimately. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, but, but did you hear inflation is at a 22-year low now? And uh, if we blame <laughs> Biden for the inflation, we have to give him credit for the decrease, just like uh, unemployment's at a historic low. But but uh, some of us remember uh, when they juggled the inflation numbers and they took out all the important stuff like fuel and utilities and groceries. Uh, and the same with unemployment, when they stopped counting everybody who gave up looking for work and all that stuff, and that was never corrected. So it's the, the myth of, of we're improving. I love the Bidenomics memes and some of the things you see on Twitter and stuff where they keep coming out saying, we're doing fantastic, you know, and, and they say it with a straight face. And, and they and I guess a lot of people believe it, um, but I don't uh, I don't believe it at all. <laughs> the, the people that believe it will believe anything that comes yeah. out of that administration. So yes. it doesn't matter how true. And and unfortunately, I think those are the same damn people that believe anything that that Gavin Newsom has to say as well. Oh yeah, they absolutely will. They yeah, okay. Because the left, their their mantra, in my opinion, their mantra is, "I have spoke, therefore it is so." Yeah, <laughs> like you can't argue with them once they say that's a woman or inflation's good, um, unemployment's low. Uh, you know, um, you know, no cocaine was found in the White House. Uh, Merrick Garland is an unbiased uh, uh, attorney general. You know, they say those things. And you're supposed to go, oh, OK, he said so. So it's a fact. Men, uh, men can, ch- men can ch- chest feed your babies now. So, chest yeah. feed. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, well, what country was that it that stuff? I just you're, saw? You're, you're not just uh, have a different opinion these days. You're actually dangerous. You're, yeah. you're actually one of those people yeah. that are that need to be ostracized yeah. and chastised and cast out and all that crap. That's where it's going these days. Yeah. Well, I I definitely do because I've uh, I think it's <laughs> been ten years ago that I I I put forth a proposal that all men should get circumcised and have their nipples removed at birth. <laughs> <laughs> at birth, look at a whole nother level there, a whole nother yeah. scale. That would eliminate half of the problems that men go through, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you, if, All right. you could, if you could chest feed, then we could figure that into our uh, bug out plan, right? Like I wouldn't need to carry sure. as much food because I just I wow. be able to milk myself. Well, I don't I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't possess enough chest still no. uh, to be able to pull I'm, that I'm off. You guys maybe cup at best. And I and I still <laughs> the other side of me is I refuse to use their terminology. Breastfeeding yeah, yes. is breastfeeding. It's not chest feeding. What what country was it that the the trans uh, just won the beauty pageant? Oh, uh, Netherlands. Miss San Miss San Francisco is a man. Miss San Francisco in the U.S. Oh, the wow. Netherlands. Got one here. The Netherlands. That was it. The yeah. Netherlands. The Netherlands. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Miss San Francisco is as well. Uh, is a man. Um, that's man. that's how. Like, <laughs> you got to wonder, like how how far can this lunacy go? Like. I watched a video on Twitter yesterday 
where a guy who's who says he's a woman want was the whole video was about he wants a uterus transplant uh, wants to be the first dude to get one uh, that way he can get pregnant and then have an abortion that's what? like yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, where the, people's brains are these days. It is. You, you can't even make you can't even make this stuff up. It's no. so demented. I mean, the, I write the world fiction. Has become so demented. Yeah, I could. It's, yeah, it's, I was, it, it's it's fat, uh, truth is always stranger than fiction. So yeah. where are you, you, you at? Could get a, with the oh, go ahead. I was going to say, do you think you could get away with paying a paying a man who is trans? I don't do the trans woman. It's man a man who's trans. Paying them 70%, 70 cents on the dollar, right? Because they say we pay women less. <laughs> <laughs> so so mean, Carl comes to work one day, and he's now Clara. And they're like, oh, good for you. You're here. You're so brave. By the way, we're taking 30% of your pay from you. You're a woman now. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, the government does it. Why not? <laughs> How misogynistic is that where men are now like, hey, I can, I can be a, a woman better than you could be a woman? It, it has set the women's right rights thing back decades yeah. because yeah. there's been some some com com comedians that have done some bits on it you know um about the women were getting too much get too much so now well i'm a woman too and you can't deny it and that's how they act like just because i wake up one day and i say i'm a woman that that's an indisputable fact now and, and you got to think about how how deep that went to, to to get that idea so ingrained into our society now that you can't even refute it. You, you, you know, as far as society goes, you can't argue the point. You can't say nothing about it. You just have to go with it. Uh, otherwise, you know, deplatformed, unemployed, and all these other things that they threaten you with. Yeah. Well, uh, when I was when I was in high school, I was a, I was a swimmer. I was I was getting real good at swimming and uh, headed towards the Olympic Olympic Games. I was there in Colorado Springs, where uh, Dale's at, not far from where Dale's at. Mm -hmm. We were uh, we were training there. And uh, I remember the female swimmers on the team. We were worried about them having to go up against the East Germans. This is nineteen. This is nineteen eighty when you know uh, we weren't we weren't allowed to go to Moscow. Thank you, Jimmy Carter. But uh, we were worried about the East Germans cheating because they were using male enhancement testosterone to get bigger shoulders and, and bigger muscles, and they were they were beating all the other women. Now a man jumps in the pool. Excuse me, with a one piece on, and he yep. he wipes out the entire female swim team. It just yep. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It does yeah. not make. I saw sense. I saw an MMA fight. And it, oh and yeah, <laughs> and it's like, I, look, I, I'm not an equality person. No one's equal. All right, it, they just aren't. No one on this show is equal. It, it's what makes us individuals. There's nothing wrong with that. All right, yeah. but to stick a man who cut his genitals off with a female in a fight. And then, and the guy pummels her. I mean, he just beats her to pieces and he's jumping around and so happy that he won. I'm like, what? It's a whole nother level of sickness right there in itself. Yeah. How can you, right. not you're only proud to beat up a girl, beat up a woman. Yeah. You're proud you beat up a woman. That, that's so, that's so sick. Like the comment I just stuck on the screen. I don't yeah. know if you guys see it. Did you hear about them wanting to call the vagina a bonus hole? Now, yeah. have you guys heard that? Did you, yeah, you we know did, who, we did a show who came on up it. with that? A, a oh, you did? Hole? All right. A bonus hole. They want to call the vagina a bonus hole. This came from a woman's cancer group. Yeah. That put that out saying that. That maybe we should just call it a bonus hole. A bonus. Like how, how much farther are we going to degrade women to allow men that want to pretend to be women in that club? 
because I guess they do. I, I guess you could call it a bonus hole if it's on the, the trans ones because it wasn't there to start with. And uh, they went out <laughs> and, and bought them um, whatever you want to call it. It ain't nothing that it's supposed to be. Um, well, what if, what, if, what if you called it a boneless hole? What, <laughs> <right? laughs> I mean, a cut and tuck? I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, Rush Limbaugh used to have the joke about an added dick to me. Now we're going the other direction. It's not yeah, it's, just I gotta, the opposite. I need to think of something off uh, to, to just channel my inner Rush because I loved Rush. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll have to come up with a new one for that. Yeah, Ooh. yeah well, so. I'm, I'm missing Emery on this show because that's, that's what he usually <laughs> you does. You can really. Yeah, you're missing he, someone to beat up on, right? Yeah, yeah. Whenever he, whenever he beats up on me, he's like, "Oh yeah, I beat him." Uh, okay, I'm I'm 20 years old and I identify as an old man, so you beat me. Okay. Emery is a full woman. grown child, and we all know that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the best woman I know. <laughs> that beard though, she's got a beard on her. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna look at a few comments from 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 some of the some of the folks watching. And, and Chris here, NATO confuses me. They have a military. Where are the soldiers coming from? Uh, I've never heard of an American soldier being part of it. Christy, we are part of it. We're actually the bankroll for NATO. Uh, and our troops do get stuck on it. You're thinking UN and blue helmets. But yeah, we're all part of NATO. Um, we're the financiers of NATO. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so the Northern, uh, Northern Atlantic Treaty Organization. Yeah. So it's an, it's an alliance of mostly European countries after World War II, uh, where we... We uh, joined with West Germany and other European nations to uh, stave off the Soviet Union, Chris. Yep. So yep. So, so when Putin says he doesn't want NATO on his doorstep, now we know why. So, and then a huge part of the payment or the permanent U.S. debt is government entitlement, including retirement benefits. Uh, the unfunded liabilities. Oh, the multi-trillion-dollar question right there of how we intend to pay for that. As we're circling the drain, that that so brings us the whole thing about you know how long can this go on? Because uh, again, like I said, been doing this for a decade, and this was my main concern back then. It just keeps going and going and going. So well, I mean, it's it's easy to it's easy to do the re to pay the retirements, right? Because you just make up money out of thin air. Right. There's it's not like we have a yeah. budget that's balanced where they're actually hey we got to make this much money to pay the retirement. They just oh, let's go put some more ones and zeros out there, and they press a button. Or, or, or there's a f actual uh, an actual finite amount of currency that can actually exist because we yeah. have an, uh, an actual currency and not fiat money. Exactly. So you know, yeah, there's that too. Modern monetary uh, theory, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> modern monetary theory is uh, uh, hopes and dreams. I think would be the best way to look at it. So. <laughs> Uh, Brandon says we're there to keep the military industrial complex going now that we left Afghanistan. Nailed it. Yeah, that's a big piece of it, too, brother. You can absolutely Africa's guarantee next. that. Who is? Truth be known, Biden I think probably Africa's sold next. most Sorry. of our equipment. No, nah, no, you're good. I, I was just going to say, I'm sure the Biden family probably sold most of our equipment to uh, there in, in Afghanistan as well, pocketed some of that change. Oh, no, no, the, the, the Al-Qaeda or, or the Taliban, whoever the hell's running over there now, whatever they want to call themselves, they're putting out videos of all the stacks of cash they keep finding. I mean, right. millions. It just happened to find millions. it. You know, I do. I have the same problem. You know, like, oh, look, there's another million dollars sitting on my doorstep. What well, if you guys remember, Dick Cheney on TV said, we lost a trillion dollars in cash there and we don't know where it went. We lost it. 
Yeah. And back when that occurred, I, I did some research and everything and, and, and saw a physical representation of what that much cash looks like. Uh, and it's more than a C5A can carry, you know, um, like the biggest transport planes we have can't carry a trillion dollars once in one trip. So uh, the, the idea well, that we lost a trillion in cash there is a bit absurd. And it's more it's more than just the cash, too. I mean, it's the stuff that uh, uh, when I was doing military acquisitions, there's a whole bunch of stuff that that is shoved down the, the troops throat. Uh, and and the officers throw. I shouldn't say just the troops, but uh, yeah. no. Like uh, it was already mentioned at the beginning of the show, where all of our one five five shells are are about gone. Well, there's a reason for that. They want all the old one five five shells to be gone, so the military industrial complex can get the new one five five shell, which is a GPS guided shell, which doesn't mm -hmm. work that well. But it costs uh, about uh, I think uh, the last I checked, it was like seventeen grand a piece, you know, versus the four hundred dollars, you know, after everything said and done in the shipping for a one five five shell, four hundred versus seventeen thousand. It's just ridiculous. And uh, yeah, and and Ukraine's throwing them like Mardi Gras beads to Russians. So. Yeah, if if we really wanted to get rid of the military industrial complex, let's let's uh, let's take a hard look at the Department of Defense where there's 750,000 government service workers. That's more than the uh, the people we got on active duty in uniform in the Army and the Marine Corps combined. So if we would get rid of 35% of the federal workforce, which is the military industrial complex, I'm sure the troops would get what they want, you know, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a nightmare. It really is. It's, and it's a, it's a bureaucratic nightmare that's, that was created well after World War II, and it's been going on for decades. Politicians don't want that gun. <laughs> no, that's their slush cow. fund. You know, that's their slush fund. And, and you look at the pipeline from, from a political office or, or a job in the administration straight into the private sector as a consultant or as this or whatever, um, or lobbying, which is another one. I think there should be a law against any politician ever becoming a lobbyist, um, just like there should be term limits on senators and everybody else, in my opinion, but that's a whole nother debate. Um, yeah, it's like Nick here says, there's so much brainwashing going on and then some doctors give them drugs to help them and they get more psychotic, you know? Uh, and they, we usually find out later that they were under the care of a medical or a, a military psychiatrist too. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that one. But I, I just saw something the other day too about uh, Ozampic or something. They're talking about how uh, there's been st uh, cases where it's causing suicidal thoughts. And I know that's a big shocker, a drug that, you know, causes you to want to kill yourself or something. But, I mean, that's it. it there's a pill for that is a huge problem, not only in this country, but everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. It is. I, here's, I got this up just for the, 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 the hilarity of it. There we go. The manhole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a manhole. Oh my God! Wow! Right next uh, to the cornhole. I, <laughs> I, I saw another video of a dude, um, and 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 he wasn't even a good version of a pretend woman. He was a really bad one, but he had a manhole, and he was really mad that he could not find a gynecologist that would give him an exam because he needs to have his pap smear done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's the most embarrassing that. part uh, internationally. When we look at the transgender males uh, here in the United States, it's not that they don't even try. I mean, no, a lot of them don't. 
no. compared to compared yeah, I mean, to look at Thailand. I mean, you, yeah, yeah, you <laughs> lady boys over there. Yeah. I mean, you just <laughs> come on. I mean, let's let's put a little look for, put forth a little effort. So okay. no, when, when I, I, I I went to Thailand, you oh go ahead. I, I went no, to Thailand ahead. years ago. I went to yeah. Thailand years ago, and I asked the taxi cab driver, I'm "Like, how can you tell the trans or the the katoys they call them from the uh, from real women?" And he's like, "If it's the most beautiful woman you've ever seen, he's a, it's a dude. It's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> not just, not not in L.A. It, though, is it? <laughs> no. I, I just wonder if those dudes with the manholes. Uh, that's a little gross, but how how do they handle hygiene? Do they?" And it just pops out, and they can shower off, and then you know, and it goes back in. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you what that, that comment is hilarious on a couple levels, and probably offensive on a couple levels too, which makes it hilarious because you're calling a quote unquote chick a man, and then you, you talk about their manhole. Uh, that's that's absolutely fantastic. And then the fact that they could and invert it so they could you know hose it yeah. off or whatever they need to do um, after they've been yeah. with another man. And I know that, that you're not supposed to say these things. I, I don't I don't give a shit what they say about stuff like this. You know, in, in the UK now it is illegal to use the wrong pronoun for somebody. You will go yeah. to fucking jail if you do it. And that's what Michigan, they want here. I think they just yeah. put law, some law similar to that in Michigan, didn't they? That you know that the uh, the Supreme Court's gonna strike that shit down. You cannot do that. You 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 cannot compel Not yet. another person. No, you never can. All right. And anybody who allows it to happen to themselves, that's the one you gotta go to the mat for. If they show up to arrest you. Look at the officers and get like, guys, I'm sorry. You should take the day off and not do this. Otherwise, it's going to be a long fucking day for all of us because, and I'm not condoning mm-hmm. violence, but you cannot compel an individual to perform on behalf of another individual at their expense. So if I disagree with it or I don't want to say that, you cannot force me to say it. And that's just it. You have to say these things. They have to force mm-hmm. you to say them. Just just don't uh, disagree. I uh, there, there are things in this world that, that I will absolutely go to the mat for. That's one of them. You're not going to tell me what I can and cannot say. Um, I, I, I agree I'm, wholeheartedly. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. I think Ukraine is a is a mirrored image of what we have to look forward to here in this country as time goes on. If it keeps going the way it's going. Well, and then when I was when I was uh, flunking out of college, I was a prison guard there in Winslow, <laughs> Arizona, and I. I figured out as a not not that I graduated college, but I figured out real quick working in the prison that uh, anal sex smells like crap. And it's, just, <laughs> it's a poop smear. Uh, Get us to the show go quick. So if it's well, if it's I'm a, gonna, I'm if, s- it's, if it's a manhole, I don't want to be sniffing it. That's just, uh, I'm gonna uh, I, I'm gonna I got a, a line for that that I'm gonna use. As soon as we come into the to the after show, real quick though, we want to do our giveaway, guys. It is it is giveaway time. Uh, let's uh, let's see who's going to be the lucky winner of, of a wallet tonight. Put all that money that the government don't want you to have in it. Here we go. And this is cool the way it works. It selects it itself. We don't have to do it. I like it. Drum roll. It's like the Price is Right wheel it slows down. There we go, Aunt Chia. You are the winner. Uh, can we put Russ's uh, contact up there so they can reach out to Rustiford? And uh, we will get uh, – there we go, Russ at AngerAmerica.com, and email him, and we will get you set up and get your stuff shipped out to you. All right, guys, um, we're going to switch over to the after show where we can continue this conversation um, with a little less filter because um, it's way more fun that way. But uh, if you hung out and watched this long, guys, Not if the it's light. a manhole. Not if it's <laughs> – 
you're going to be neck deep in it. You know you will. Uh, uh, hit the like button on the videos. It does it does uh, mean something. I hate being the guy that says that shit. Hit the subscribe button too. That helps us out as well. And uh, check out um, Brian and Duff sites, guys. Uh, and I got to look at them again because I read too much shit and I can't remember. So uh, yeah, uh, mindforsurvival.com is Brian Duff's site. Uh, if you will need to get mentally prepared, you need to get your head right. That's the spot to do it. A lot of good read material there. Um, and then Dale's site is the survivalistprepper.net. And I saw you pop up somewhere yesterday online. Or it might have been today, um, Dale. Someone mentioned you like in comments. You're like, oh, uh, survivalist preppers here on another video I was watching. I just thought that was cool. But, uh, <laughs> but, but follow those guys too. Hit their websites up. Check them out. Uh, real quick, but Brian, uh, you got anything else you want about where people can find you, something you got coming up, places you might be, where folks can come see you, that kind of thing. Oh, you're muted, Brian. You're muted, Brian. Sorry about that. Hit me up over at mind the number four survival.com and uh, follow me over there, get the all that. And uh, I'll be traveling around the country a lot this year. So I hope to link up with everybody and maybe see at the mountain readiness there. No, maybe yes. you're coming. It's yeah, yeah come on. So. Yeah, and this one, the next one's going to be good. It's, it's, it's the, there you go. Hanging out. This is going to be more of a hangout. We're going to have a yeah. few classes, but it's going to be more of a hangout, socialize with like-minded individuals and network, which is what this is all about. Hell yeah. There you go. Dale, what about you? Where can people find you and uh, what do you got coming up? Well, I got the, the main website you already talked about, survivalsprepper.net, but lately I've been working on the bug out location, which is a membership website, sort of a preparedness community, uh, the bol.net. Uh, that's where a lot of my focus has been in been at lately. Uh, and then me and Brian do the the Sunday night show, the survival preppers, uh, where we uh, we have to we've been relegated to rumble because we are not YouTube friendly. Uh, but it is a very fun show. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. We just get on and basically talk shit the whole for an hour. So it's great. I like I like the, the B.O.L concept you guys are going with you're going to learn how to bug out so you don't have to that's that and that's yeah. awesome yeah so so guys uh you can jump over to rumble we're going to be on there doing the after show the on the rocks um and uh we appreciate everybody watching and hanging out and we will catch you over at rumble and you guys know the drill be good or be good at it we the people are definitely pissed off haven't had enough yet stick around for the after show bolder grittier angrier on the Rocks with Angry American and the gang is coming up next.